Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Shir number eight from the Kuntres of Yadat Kishalom Ayalacha, Peaceful Home by Rav Chaim Friedlander, Zechat Tzadik Lavracha. We're holding Perek Aleph, Maimer Vav, Chapter 1, Lesson 6. Ein Isha Mekabelas Pius, the explanation of what it means that a wife does not accept appeasement. Don't worry, it's all good. Al-Tzad Noisif Shenevea Mishlitas HaRegesh Eitzel Isha. A related topic that arises from a woman having the emotions being a very sp- strong part of her nature. Limdu Chazal, the Gemara learns in Mesechtas Nida, why sometimes a man will accept appeasement while a woman not. It's because each one is basically accepting appeasement or from where they were created. Operish Rashi, Rashi explains this. What does that mean? Easy to be placated. A man is created from earth, which is soft earth, which is easily restored. But flesh and bone is hard, and a woman was created from a man's bone, so it's harder. Now, it can happen that there's tension or arguments between a husband and a wife, and then they compromise, and they come to mutual understanding. What he's saying in this parenthesis is that sometimes you have a misunderstanding that can occur, which could lead to an argument, Nevertheless, must, one must make every effort to make peace as quickly as possible. So in other words, what he's saying is, is don't delay it. If some, some tension comes up, some disagreement, try to resolve it as, as quickly as possible. But it could be, so they had this argument. And now, weeks later, or even months later, now there's a new tension, a new situation comes up. It is the nature of many women to renew the details of that earlier argument. That original argument that they already resolved. And in the husband's mind, it's gone already. They had a conflict, let's say, three months ago. And they both resolved it. And they both took care of it. And they went through it. But so in the husband's perspective, Baruch Hashem, the problem was resolved out of his mind. Very often with the woman, though, it'll come back. It'll trigger that earlier argument will will be triggering, will be a, this argument will be a trigger on an argument from three months ago that really has nothing to do with this. Now, on the woman's perspective, she has to learn how to dissociate. But that's a separate issue. And that's her avoid. She has to try to dissociate and realize that this argument is here presently, so it makes sense to deal with this now. And an argument that's three months ago, you know, is over already and was resolved already, but it's normal. It's part of our nature to do so. And a husband should not act angry or be upset at his wife when she does this. Or scream at his wife. 
This argument ended a long time ago. And we both resolved it. And you were masking it was resolved. What are you bringing that the old argument over again now? So he'll be upset. But but he needs to realize and he should know that is the nature of women very often that when they get emotionally upset about something that's occurring in the present she'll have flashbacks and emotional pain that comes up from that argument even though uh, of months ago even though that was already taken care of and resolved. Yeah, understand that that's part of her emotional nature. And the intellect is prepared to compromise. Or the and accept explanations. And it's not worth harboring a grudge over an old argument. Therefore he knows to make concessions and overlook it and it's forgotten. But Emotions are not easily calmed. The Gamapias ain't a saifi, and it's not completely accepted. He says it's still in the deep-seated emotions. that will pop up again, even after time has elapsed. And if the husband knows this in advance, he will not be surprised by it. He will not be shocked by it. He will not be upset by it. The gam and he will not get angry at her about it. What he will do is realize that it triggered her. It triggered her. It's normal to trigger her based on her strong emotions. He patiently validates her. Until she puts the matter behind it and forgets the instance. If you're a successful husband in doing this, even though it's hard, logically you're going to say you're right. The argument was over three months months ago. We both addressed it and we both were Michael each other or solved the problem. And it's over. And the mind, it is over. Why are you connecting it now to a new thing? We have a new new issue, so we'll resolve the new issue. We'll work it together again. We'll work it through again. But why bring up that old things and those old hurts? And the husband takes it very, very personal. A wife that's listening to these contrasim needs also to understand that the husband could take this very personally. And she, that's part of, if we're, we have a conscious of callous if we get or, or somehow figure out to give shiurim gear towards them, towards the kalas and the women, like we're gearing towards the men and the chasanim here, that's what we would uh, uh, approach it that way, and basically say that, yes, this is your nature. Yes, it's normal to be triggered and can be traumatized if something upsetting happens now, and that argument, that long-gone resolved argument, pops up again in the head and the emotions five months later, to expect it, but at the same time, but not not to allow it to overtake you. What usually happens is, is though, if the husband is calm about it, realizes this, doesn't take it personally, realizes she may be throwing everything up like bubbles all the way coming up to the surface now, but really the upsetting thing is this current situation. So as long as I, A, validate her and calm her down and saying, you're right, and then tell her in a nice way, you know, you're right about three months ago too, whatever that was. But let's, we'll, we'll get to that. But let's now talk about 
the present and see what we could resolve here. Usually what will happen if he's compassionate and he's empathetic and he validates her, later, after she calms down, she will acknowledge, she will tell the husband, you know, I overreacted. Because she is intelligent and she is wise and she's smart and she understands her emotions are strong and it's there for a good purpose. But now she realizes that, yes, on this matter, I let it overtake me and I recognize now that, you know, I overreacted. And the husband needs to accept that, whether it's apology or explanation, in good stride. Because it's normal. People, even husbands, if men also have an emotional side to their personality, many of them do, they know sometimes their emotions get the better of them. We need to be compassionate when those emotions get the better of them. On one hand, realize that, you know, it's okay to feel this way, but now you have to realize, okay, you know, I, I can't. And you can't let past traumas that all this this one present argument can be something that's really doable, manageable, and then all those old things creep up again. You have to know how to deal with it. And sometimes you need outside help to know how to deal with it if this you know if it gets traumatic like that. But that is really the key. When a husband or a husband knows this in advance, and for all of us married for a long time now that we're aware of this. And we were constantly in the past getting upset that why when we always get into an argument, I understand why I'm upset, husband's saying. I understand why my wife's upset. She has a right to be upset. I understand why she's aggravated or she's angry at me about a particular thing that I made a mistake now. On what I did now, today, what happened today in this incident, and my wife is upset at me, I get that and I understand that and I want to apologize and make it better and fix it. So I do acknowledge that I made a big mistake today or I hurt my wife today and I have to work through it. But why when I'm trying to do that, am I getting thrown at my face things that I did three months ago, a year ago, two years ago that we already went through and resolved and really did resolve. But what he needs to do at those moments is hold himself back, realize that it's an emotional reaction, be compassionate and validating it and not take it personal. And you will see if you do that and validate her and say, you're right about three months ago and you're right. You know, I understand that too. But let's focus on what the issue is right now and we'll work through it. Usually that calms her down and usually realize she'll acknowledge later. You know, I brought up stuff that from the beginning that wasn't really reasonable and she'll get it. But right now everything's coming up to the surface. So that's something very, very important to know. Mimer Zion. She was given more insight than her husband. Torah reveals to us another aspect of the distinct personality of a woman. But, and, and by the way, I want to say, I'm just going to add this now. A woman may be listening to this and say, I'm not the emotional type. I don't bring up things from from." Everything we described just now, for example. I don't bring up things from, 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 from three months ago. I also believe what's past is past. I don't have these deep emotions that, that this is describing here. And the truth is, this truth, there are women that have more of a masculine nature in certain makeup and men that have more feminine nature in certain makeup. But nevertheless, there is a chazal knew what they were saying that intrinsically, deep, deep down, that is part of what they are. And that's something that they need to learn not to develop and not to, not to uh, 
neglect. So for example, a woman, it's perfectly fine if she is what we call in the MBTI system a T, a thinker, or an analytical, logical person, not necessarily prone to deep, you know, like real overflowing emotions. That's her nature. That's her nature. But nevertheless, she needs to know that that aspect, that hidden aspect of her, the emotional side, she needs to respect in herself and develop. And she needs to use that hergish for her husband. Her husband needs from her, she, he values her logic and he values her mind and he values her opinions, but he needs her hergish and she has it and she needs to learn to develop it too. There has to be a balance. But anyway, she was given a deeper insight to her more than to her husband. When it comes to wisdom, Understanding means he understands something insightful based on things he learned from others. Over Tvuna. And Tvuna is Maven Dava Meliboy Metech Dvarm Shalomad. Right? So, so, so you hear things. Sorry. So in Chachma, you Shemea Dvarm Achim Shalomad, you're hearing things and you're trying to get it into your mind. And Tvuna means you're starting to get a comprehension of it. The Chenes Chachma, he. Wisdom is defined He heard a point from his Rebbe. And he internalized the concepts. Till the point that he can transmit it to others perfectly. That's Chachma. What does understanding mean? He takes that, what he heard, and breaks it into separate components. And he could reassemble a structure on this that he heard from his Rebbe for things that his Rebbe didn't, he didn't hear from him. He could extrapolate from his Rebbe's wisdom to build on it with a new Chiddush that his Rebbe did not even say. Bina is related to the word Evan, which is a stone or binyan, which is a brick, or a building, which means you're building on your Rebbe's words. It's building on your Rebbe's words. It's a chiddish, but it's built on his Rebbe's words. It's not totally separate from him. So as the Rebbe said a chiddish, and he heard it, and that's the chiddish of his Rebbe. He took the Rebbe's thought, and with the bina, he built on it to create a new chiddish, that's new, it's his own, but at the same time it's built on his Rebbe's words. That's called Bina. So Hashem Yisbarach, to explain it but now in our terms here, that Hashem Yisbarach nasan le'ishat chuna l'eris ha'sapratim mitoich ha'benin. Bina Yaseira means that the woman, women have a special attribute that to understand and see the subtle details within the general picture and beyond the Loirak Lyris is a Klaabinian, not just to see the general structure, but to see the nuances within the structure. The Yechilasik Bepratam Eila, she could delve into the subtleties and details, the Limtsebahem Inyan, and to find things, the Livnaisbahem Tarkuve Shinus, and to build different outcomes from it. A deeper intuition. She takes the information and knows how to dissect it. And this is important for her role in life. How is that so? Because 
The wife's in dealing with her home has multitude and multitude of details. minor, seemingly insignificant details, but that are extremely important, which a man in general has no patience for. Interesting, he says that because of that general attribution, that men are more bigger picture conceptual people, while women are more detail-oriented people, generally speaking, therefore, that's why secretarial work are more a woman's profession. Why? Because in secretarial work, or being in these days what we call quote-unquote administrative assistant, tiny, tiny things of many, many, many details. And that's what a woman is good at. And that is what a tchuna is. And gamba tchuna zuhi ezekinegdai. With this attribute, it's also an ezekinegdai. It helps the man. Umashlim es tchuna sabal. It fulfills the husband's attributes. Yeshabal mischan and tochnes gedoyla. For example, the husband has a huge plan. He has a big, big plan. Shenira bechlolusa kamatzlachas. It looks like a great plan, successful plan. He says, he tells his wife, I have a great idea. And he gives them a grand idea. I'm going to build this. I'm going to build that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Avala Isha. Now, the husband thinks that the Isha is just trying to knock him down and to blow his bubble. But she's not doing that. She loves him. She's wise. She does not want to burst his bubble. She's just seeing something that he's not seeing and wants to help him. While the husband's seeing the whole picture, the wife looks deeper into the fine details within what he wants to do. She discovers the weak points of the plan that his wife overlooked and saves him. Literally saves him. A lot of times, I'm talking about Aishas Chayel wives that want their husbands to be successful and they have a plan. The husband's. Sometimes the wife will give advice. You're doing it not correctly. You're missing this point, that point, the other point. Let's tweak it this way, that way. If he listens to her, then he could still go on with that plan without those errors that she caught, that she caught for him. Person that has a does not have a wife is without a chayma, without a protective wall. A female circles around the man. She protects him. She has great, he has great ideas that are wonderful. And let's say they are indeed real good ideas of how he wants to accomplish things in life and do things in life. She sees the little details. She does, she's not, we're not talking about someone who wants to knock and contradict her husband. He, she supports him fully. I want you to do this. This is a great idea. But here's the problems. Let's work through this. She worries a lot on the petty details. But with these details, he shemeris as bala. A husband needs to know this. Very often he gets annoyed when she points out things, yeah, very good, but, but, but. And you get that. Why can't you just accept what I'm saying? Now, sometimes it could be she's being overly critical. Possibly. Very often, though, she's not. She really, really isn't. She's just seeing those details that you're not seeing. She's not skipping over those small details that you are skipping. 
So therefore, Amr Chazal, the Chazal say, if your wife is short, bend over and listen to her. Which means, you think she's being petty. You think she's being trivial. Take the advice from her. Take the advice from her. That's the minig, by the way, why the Kala surrounds the Chassan, like Note 4 says. She protects him this way. So, as a, as a summary, for a chassan or a husband to understand correctly his kala, his wife, in all circumstances, in all situations, needs to understand the Eze Kenegdei properly, in what way is she different from him, and to know that this difference creates a helping partner for him. It may be annoying, it may be frustrating sometimes, but you got to look beyond that frustration and see the tayelas, the real true tayelas that's there. Don't attempt to change your personality to be more like you. Appreciate her for her differences. That's the bracha. That's the Ezer Kenegdai. That's the Ezer Kenegdai. You know, Ein Ben Peles was, she exactly did this. The wife of Ein Ben Peles exactly did this. She was the wall that surrounded her husband. She said things that may have seemed derogatory, but it's clear as day that she respected and loved her husband fiercely and protected him fiercely, but she did it in unconventional ways. She told him, you're a nobody anyway. This is not, I'm paraphrasing. This is not exactly what she said. He said, she said to him, but more or less, you know, whether you're, 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 you're not a leader regardless. So whether you're with Moshe, the same good old Oing Ben Pelas, and whether you're with Kairach, you're saying good Oing Ben Pelas. Why are you mixing into something that, that, that's just going to cause you aggravation? So she may have said something that seemed disparaging. Oing didn't take it personally, it seems, or listen to her and follow that lead because she realized her wisdom. You could, he could view it as a put-down and fight against her, and she would, he would have been an action, ended up with Kairach swallowed in the earth. And in this case, no, she li- he, he listened to her. And the other magistrate that she pulled her hair out, so they ran away, whatever the case may be. So these are all very important. We finished chapter 1, we finished Parak Aleph, and it's Kedai to Chazar over, read over, give over, listen to the Shiurim over, especially for Hassanim, but even for us that are married a long time. That understanding this and knowing how to react properly will enhance our shalom bias tremendously. Hatzlochem bracha.